Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about the MarTech podcast hosted by Ben Shapiro and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Every episode of the MarTech podcast is short and gets to the point in just under 30 minutes. So you can dive into some recent episodes like Blending Humans, AI and Automation, or Tech Stacks for Converting Leads Faster, or really one of my favorite, How to Outrank a Billion Dollar Company. And you can do all of this on your lunch break. So if you want stories from world-class marketers who use technology to generate growth and achieve business and career success, go listen to the MarTech Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You've tried to create a clear message on your own and you're at the point where it would be so helpful to have someone come alongside you and help you know that you're doing it right. Well, in this week's episode, you'll hear JJ and a StoryBrand certified guide walk a business owner like you step-by-step through the StoryBrand framework. It will help you learn to refine your own message so that it will be even more effective. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. Hey, Hero Maker. It's time for another question. Time for another question. We got another question or something. I think I was trying to come up with a theme song for this series because we're in in the series where our hero makers are calling in and asking us questions. They want help with their marketing. They have specific nuanced questions that we haven't talked about on the podcast before. And so we are going to answer them and we have another one today. Hi, my name is Clay Harris and I own an event production company based out of Austin, Texas. I am a big story brand fan and I've consumed just about every single piece of free content you all have put out there over the years. Um, and anyway, I'm thinking about finally pulling the trigger and attending the story brand marketing live stream. It's been on my bucket list for a while, but I am super busy. Uh, so here's my question. Will carving out two days and attending this thing really help my business? And do you cover new ground or is it just a repeat of everything I've already learned over the years? Um, yeah, I won't lie. I'm leaning toward attending anyway, but if you can answer my question, it'll just help me say yes and clear my schedule. So thanks for everything you guys have created over the years. Uh, you've helped me and my business tremendously. And thanks a lot. Clay, oh my goodness. First off, thank you so much for being a part of the StoryBand tribe for so long. I mean, we put all of that out there because we really want people to succeed. So everything we put out, this podcast, the books, everything, we want to give people the tools they need to succeed. And I love that you've been using them and have already seen some good results. And you're asking specifically about coming to our StoryBrand Marketing Workshop live stream, which is one of my absolute favorite things in the world. I love those two days when we get everybody together and help people clarify their message with a coach. We actually give everybody who attends a coach, a StoryBrand certified guide who Donald Miller and I have trained to coach you through your brand script. And 
that is really what is so powerful about those two days. And I mean, you know, April, you and I, when we step into everything we do, it's just, we're just naturally good. (laughs) (laughs) And everything, we don't need coaches. Right. We don't ever need coaches. Like I'm training for the Olympics and I don't need a coach. (laughs) (laughs) You know what to eat. You know where to run. You know how to swim. You you really could do all of the events. Yes. No coaching required well obviously that's not true (laughs) (laughs) obviously that's not true at all i think all of us need coaches in so many different areas of life oh yeah jj you know how much i love pickleball these days right so i was just like clay i started out with a YouTube video trying to be like, oh, how do we keep score and where does the ball need to land? And you sent me that YouTube video when I started playing pickleball. That's right. Absolutely. And so, you you know, you got to start with some building blocks. Uh, and then, you know, I played kind of on my own with friends trying to figure out the game. And it wasn't until I took a lesson with a pro that I was like, oh, Okay, it changed everything. And Clay, this is exactly the value of the StoryBrand Marketing Livestream Workshop, right? You have been using the StoryBrand Framework on your own. And as we all know, the StoryBrand Framework is the framework that powers all of your marketing and messaging, showing you how to invite customers into a compelling story by identifying their problem, positioning yourself as their guide, calling them to action to buy your product or service, and then clearly showing them how it can help them avoid failure and achieve success, transforming them into the hero of the story. And when you come to the workshop, what happens is you get a coach who walks you through every single step of that process helps you identify the right language to put in your marketing so that it is easy and it works. And so today on the podcast, what we decided to do is actually show you what that process looks like. So I invited my baby brother. The coolest. (laughs) Come on, Jesse. My little brother. He was very nervous because he's in the same boat as Clay. He actually has listened to the podcast, read the book, and he started a new business and he's trying to create clear marketing to build his brand. And so he's had a brand script, but we brought him in and I invited Kristen Spioto, who is one of our story brand certified guides who coaches at our live stream and have her and I kind of coach my brother through the process. And Hero Maker, you are going to hear how Jesse was almost there. He was almost there on some things, but by just having a coach walk through the process with him, he was able to get an amazing brand script that really is going to take his business to the next level. And that's exactly what we do at the Story Brand Marketing Workshop live stream. And as you're listening, if you want to fill out your own brand script, the one place where you keep all of your talking points for your marketing and create a clear brand story, you can access and complete a digital version of your brand script for free at mystorybrand.com. And then you can follow along in the conversation with Jesse and Kristen and I as we help Jesse clarify his message. Well, hello, baby brother. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. This is awesome, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, the reason we wanted to have you on the podcast is because you have been following StoryBrand for a very long time. You've read the books. Um, you've you got them for Christmas. It's what I gave you for Christmas. And um, you've been listening to the podcast. You've kind of been following along the whole time. And you just started a new business. You started a business as a realtor in Oregon. Yep. Just uh, just this year, 2022. Yeah. And so you've started creating your own marketing and getting ready to put new messaging out into the world and even change kind of what people know you for. And so you're looking for social media tips. You're looking for putting marketing out there. And so you filled out a brand script for your new business. And Kristen and I are going to be coaching you through and helping you refine that so that you can get it even tighter. Man, I can't say thank you enough. I'm excited about this. I really kind of feel like I have a small grasp on it, but not the full grasp on it. And so uh, the coaching is going to be awesome. So thank you. All right. Well, we're just going to dive right in. And so what you have in your brand script is this. Before you were using your gut instincts, maybe your aunt was your realtor or a friend, and you had no idea if they were going to be able to create a meaningful and fulfilling experience for you. That was the from. And then the two is, but because we've connected, you know that you have a solid plan, the team to execute that plan and confidently head into your next real estate decision. Kristen, what are your thoughts about Jesse's aspirational identity? Yeah, so when we're talking about character transformation or aspirational identity, really identity is the key word there. We're thinking about for this customer, who do they want to be? How do they want to be described? How do they want to be perceived? And so a lot of times what can slip into this section is we start talking about what they want. They want a solid plan. They want to find you know the home of their dreams, whatever that looks like. So my question for you here is, if it's someone who has a solid plan, who has a team that can execute on that and, and so they can confidently head into their next real estate decision. How is that person going to be described or perceived? How would you describe that person? Yeah, I would say they're probably comfortable and they're calm and they're uh, confident. Yeah. So they want to be confident. They want to be confident about their real estate experience. So that's more of an identity that we're looking for. It's like, how do they see themselves in this as they walk through this instead of that unsure, hoping that they don't get taken for a ride. They're signing away a lot of money. I hope this goes well. So there's, they're moving from really being unsure about their experience to confident. That's an identity. How does that sound, Jesse? Sounds great. I mean, honestly, you know, trying to define between a buyer and a seller, what the same person is going to feel at the end of the process is difficult. So yeah, most people I would say just want to feel confident, like they enacted a plan or they did something, they made the right decisions because nobody likes to walk away from a home deal and go, gosh, I should have done that better or I should have had somebody else better. So that's exactly it. So you want in your aspirational identity really one word. So for you, because it, it's one identity that we're landing on, even and, and what's nice about what Kristen said is that fits both of the types of customers that you have, a buyer and a seller. They both want to be confident. So that's perfect. So in your brand script, in the from section, all you want to write is unsure. And in the to section of who they are going to become, you want to write confident. 
and that's it. And that really guides your whole story. The whole story now becomes about helping your buyer or seller be confident in the process and in the decision that they're making. And then when you're putting that on social media or when you're putting it on your website, you want to use the word confident, confident, confident over and over and over again in different sentences. You can say, be confident that you made the right decisions. Be confident the process is going to go smoothly. Be confident. You just want to say confident multiple places in your language. That's how you take that piece of the story and put it into your marketing. So fantastic. Number one down. We got that. Yes. <laughs> so yes. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so now we go back to the beginning of the of the brand script, right? So we started kind of at what's the overall arc of the story. You're moving somebody from unsure to confident. So now we go back and say, what does the character want? The very first piece. And you have in your brand script a meaningful home buying or selling experience. They want it to be fun easy and they want to feel good about the process. Kristen, how do you feel about that? So I have some questions for you here, Jesse. Um, and I'm wondering when you say a meaningful home buying or selling experience, what does meaningful mean for, for your ideal for your ideal client? Yeah, that word is very tricky. I didn't have an exact word to put in there because some people want to make a great deal. If they didn't save themselves $10,000, they're not satisfied. If they didn't get the exact home they wanted, they're not satisfied. So not only the process being successful and them trusting the process, because it is a long process in real estate from saying, I want a realtor to I want to buy a home and you're looking and pre-approval and all of that. Um, so searching for meaningful was like uh, grasping for something there. Yeah. Meaningful is a little bit tricky because that can mean some different things, right? That can mean like, are they always going to think back on that time that they were buying the house? And I wonder if, yeah, we can push it a little bit further to thinking about like, what does a successful real estate experience look like for them? And so, you know, I, I heard a couple of things there, which means they got the best deal. Maybe there's something around feeling informed and knowing that they made the very best real estate decision. Um, so, so let's see if, why don't we brainstorm for a second? So you tell me if we were to say, Hey, we know that when it comes to your real estate experience, you want to be confident. In order to be that, you need this. What would you say that is? Great question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's why meaningful was such an awkward and easy decision to put in there because in the process, what I've seen and what I've been a part of, even just from personal experience in real estate, right, where you're buying or purchasing a home, the whole thing is a emotional transaction and a financial transaction right, at the exact same time uh, because it's also where you're going to live or it's a future decision about wealth building or something like that. So at the end of this deal, uh, they want to have known that they got exactly what they wanted and nothing less and nothing more. Yeah. So something in the zone of they want a real estate experience that feels great and also accomplishes their goals, whatever those goals, whatever those goals may be. I think that's actually great because what that does is you're saying real estate experience, which includes both the buyer and the seller, they can feel great and get what they want. But what we're looking for here is how do we just describe all of that under one umbrella And then what we do when you're creating a brand script is you actually want to take all of those individual things that you've said, like they want the best price, they want a great experience, they want to build wealth for the future, and we hold those things and put them later in the story. So we might put them in the success bucket. So in this first part, the very first part, what we're looking for is some language that everybody that you want to work with can buy into. And then those individual things that kind of separate out the different customers, you put that in the success. 
So in this space, I love that idea is they're looking for a real estate experience with, that they can feel great about and get some what they want. That feels like a very great umbrella to put over. How does that feel for you, Jess? Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Because I mean, ultimately that's exactly what they want to walk away from. They want to feel good about the process uh, they, and they want to have accomplished whatever goal they have set in mind, whether it's buying or selling or real estate investing, any of that. Great. So that's what you want to put in the character want section. Just that simple sentence of they're looking for a real estate experience. And you might even say to get a little bit more specific, they're looking to buy or sell a home and have a great experience and get what they want. Here's the thing is, as we're looking at this, what you had was not bad, right? Like you actually, you know your clients, you know what you're building. It wasn't bad. We're just coaching you to kind of be a little bit more tight with it. And because you're so close to it, which is so what so many businesses, people who own businesses are, they're so close to it, they get caught in the weeds of just like, well, it's this and this and this. And we go, yes, it is all those things. But let's step back and do like a 30,000 foot view of all of this and see how we can make it more succinct. So love it. Okay. So and these two, and along with problem, I would say are the first three that we really want to focus on. We focus on identity. It guides the story. We focus on what the character wants, which brings some clarity to the message. And now we get into the power of the story by talking about their custo- your customer problems. So here we go. We're going to talk about your external, internal, and philosophical problems. So the, the external problem that you've written down is how do they know the realtor they're talking to is going to deliver on their hopes? Real estate professionals aren't always known for truth-telling. Now, here's what I would say about this one, Jess is that that's true. That's true. But you also don't want to put in people's mind that real estate agents might not tell you the truth because then they might start thinking that about you, right? Mm. So (laughs) even though like you're kind of, it's true. I would say like when I look for a home, I'm like, is this person looking out for themselves or is this person looking out for me? You know, and so I'm wondering that question. But when you posit that as the problem in people's mind, you're basically saying, oh, real estate agents lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Trust me, you know, kind Mm. of thing. (laughs) And that's a little bit tricky. So we want to it positions you as potentially a villain in this story. Right. To some degree. So what we want to look at is saying, okay, so we've established they want to be confident in the process. In order to do that, they need a real estate experience, essentially buy or sell a home where they feel great and get what they want. The problem is, and I want you to finish that sentence. What is the problem that's getting in the way of them having a great experience and get what they want? A few problems that I see is since most people aren't professionals in real estate, right? They don't know questions to ask a realtor. They don't know that, you know, there's not interviewing. It's it's incredible how many people enter into a real estate transaction and they just met the person on Zillow. Some other problems they have outside of lack of information is they have a lot of information. So sites like Zillow and Redfin and HomeSnap and all these different online sites, they give them a ton of information, which is great. But what do you do with that information? And so what do you do with all this different information? How do you make the best decision? So what, what I heard you as you were going through and really painting that picture of what your clients are up against. There's a few things that I heard. And so you tell me what lands. This is a massive decision, a financial decision, life decision. Anytime you're engaging in a real estate deal, there's a massive decision involved. And it is impossible to make the best decision for you in your life if you don't have the most relevant and important information for you. Because there's, and that covers, there's a lot of irrelevant information. There's a lot of information that's not that useful. And there's a lot that we don't have access to. 
So it is impossible to make a great decision of this size if you don't have the most relevant and and, and important information about this decision. And I would even say without the right information, because um, there is there is very specific information they need. There's a lot that actually they don't. So it is so a lot of times a real estate decision comes with with a lot of change and a lot of emotion, both good and bad. And it is impossible to make the best decision for your goals if you don't have the right information. There it is. It's impossible to make the best decision to reach your goals without the right information. I think that's a great external problem that you can solve. So I think that's your external problem. What that brings it really specific because you then, your plan will solve that problem, right? You solve the, you give them the right information, you give them the right process, you help them define their goals. I love this. And then that makes the internal problem super easy. In your brand script, you say they feel confused and often have to react with their gut instincts how would they even know what questions to ask? So I would just say to you, I ask you this question is, so when people don't have the right information to make the best decision towards their goals, how does that make them feel? Yeah, it makes them feel uneasy, unsure, uh, unsettled, anxious. There you go. So those are the words you want to use. And you probably want to either land on unsettled or unsure because everybody will identify with that. Like sometimes people might not want to say, oh, I feel anxious. You know, like we don't want to self-identify with that, but everybody can identify with unsure or unsettled. You even use the word uncertain when you were talking about when you were talking about what that external problem was as well. So uncertain might be that internal problem as well. And really, you just want to land on one. You want to land on one that connects to the external problem and people can identify with. So I think that's fantastic. And then your philosophical is you say, this is a huge financial decision and life decision. And we all hate to make that size of decision based off of just off of a gut feeling. Um, I think that works. Kristen, what do you think? I mean, I think we could nuance it, but that's essentially getting at the heart of it, isn't it? Yeah, totally. I mean, and you can play around with like, you deserve to feel completely confident in a decision like this. Like you do, I would, I always like to play around with like, you deserve this. You know, I bought a home a few years ago as a first time home buyer and I was terrified because I was, I was signing away more money <laughs> and, and really what I wanted was someone to say like, you deserve to feel incredible about your real estate experience. So I think what you have is really, really good. And you can play around with words like deserve, should, ought as well to really kind of bring it home. And then from there, we get into the meets the guide, which is empathy and authority. And with this, these will be really easy for you now that you already have the internal problem. You really want to speak back to that internal problem of saying, I understand how uncertain or unsettling it can be to make this big decision. That's really what you're trying to do is just speak back to that internal problem. And then with your authority, you have testimonies, right? That you have, you because you're new, you don't want to say like, I've been doing real estate for a year. You know, that doesn't give you a lot of authority. But your testimonies um, that I've seen even online of people saying, this was a great experience and I got what I wanted. That's what you're looking for is is testimonies that specifically speak to the problems we just mentioned. Now we're going to come to your plan. So what we're looking for here is a three-step plan that really gets them over the hump, basically solves the problem that we just talked about. And really, it's basically like, here's how you work with me. We're showing somebody how to move forward with the process. You have 
connect with me and explain your situation. So you're looking for what could make this a meaningful experience for you. That's number one. Number two, you show them possible plans that would allow them to achieve their goals. And three, you decide on the best plan of action and have me get to work. So Kristen, based on what we've heard so far, what would you say if you were creating a plan for Jesse, what plan would you create here? Well, the first thing is now I want to begin to bring some cohesion and some alignment with the story that you're creating because it's so powerful. So if we've already established, like they have some goals and they may be unique goals. So where we start off with, you say, connect with me and explain your situation. I actually think it's a, tell me your goals. I'm going to listen to you and find out what's most important to you because what's most important to one buyer or seller is going to be very different to another buyer or seller. So I'm going to listen and I want to hear all about your goals. So then at that point, you're going to develop a custom plan that aligns with those goals. Tell me all about what's important. I'm going to build a custom plan that aligns with your unique goals. And then I'm going to get to work executing on those goals for you. So very, very simple, but very, very clear. I love that. And then one of the things that I would say that's missing from earlier that we said, uh, you said that they don't have all the information. So in your custom plan, I want you to say in kind of an explanation underneath a little paragraph, I want you to say, I give you all the information you need to make the right decision. So that's what part of the custom plan does is it solves the problem of getting them the right information. Great. And so how are you feeling about this this so far, Jess? I feel like it's creating a lot of clarity. I hope somebody's writing it down. You know, that's the big, <laughs> the big one. <laughs> we are recording it, so we're you'll be able to listen it, so. to yourself. <laughs> you, did you know did you know we're recording this? <laughs> yes, I knew you're recording this. <laughs> point, you've definitely heard us talk about how easy it is to buy, use, and love the HubSpot CRM platform, but it has over a thousand integrations. And so I wanted to tell you about some of the tools you might not have even heard of before. With HubSpot's social media management tools, you can actually publish, post, and respond to all of your social media feeds from one place. This way, you never miss a conversation that really matters. You can even track visits, leads, and customers your posts generate so you can keep doing more of what works and less of what doesn't. I mean, isn't that great? From social media tools that help you publish posts to ad retargeting that helps you identify your perfect customer, HubSpot makes it easier for your business to grow better. Start now at HubSpot.com. And now back to the show. All right. So now we move into the calls to action. So calls to action, we have two different types, right? We have direct call to action and transitional call to action. So when I look at your brand script, your direct call to action just kind of has some, it it has some copy in there that doesn't quite work. So you have without a plan, even if it's years down the line, you will rarely have a meaningful home buying experience. So you're kind of going into like a little bit of the story. And all we want in the direct call to action is what do you want them to do? Like, so they're on your website or they've seen something on social media. What do you want them to do in order to connect with you to start the process? Yeah. An easy one is right on the website. It pops up right in their face. Hey, do you want to talk about a real estate decision? The other one um, is is simply a call. Great. So what you want is your direct call to action is schedule a call. And you want it to be strong. You don't want to say like, if you want more information 
or if you're interested or have any questions, nope, you want schedule a call. You want it to be clear and you want to be confident in that. So, because a lot of people want to go like, well, maybe they're not quite ready to schedule a call. They need some more information. Nope. You know, it's, we, we often say it'd be like asking somebody on a date and you go, you know, like, oh, so you want more information or, you know, it's <laughs> like, no, it's like, no, let's go to coffee next week. Like yeah. you want, you want to show that you're confident that you can solve their problem. And then in your transitional call to action, you actually have a direct call to action. You say, contact me today, but we're moving that up to the direct of schedule a call. And what a transitional call to action really is, is it something you're going to offer your customer that's of value in exchange for an email. So you're offering them you know, tips, tricks, a video, information that will help them on their journey, something of value to them that keeps them connected to you. Because sometimes people are like, well, I'm starting to shop around. I'm starting to look. I'm not ready to schedule a call, but I do want more information from Jesse. So you need to have something that they are willing to download, whether that's a video or PDF or something that gives them information, continues the relationship with you, and then ultimately builds trust. Okay, I have ideas. So I want, I think one that would be great if you're working with a lot of first-time buyers. So five first-time buyer pitfalls. Make a little guide. What are the biggest mistakes that first-time buyers make? Or, you know, or if it's just real estate, but so five first-time buyer pitfalls. And another one could be, and they don't all have to be like five, but people love, love those number kind of checklists. There could be one that's like five ways to avoid a real estate money pit. Because money pit is the thing that we are all scared about when it comes to a real estate deal. So just really be thinking about what are people nervous about when they're buying? You can help them with that, especially because you said so much around like, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what questions to ask. They don't know what to avoid. So those kinds of things, and you can even play around a little bit with, um, I, I want you to tackle the Zillow piece a little bit. So there could be something like, what information on Zillow is not useful for you? <laughs> or something that's just going to be a value to them that's going to help them through this process. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love about what Christian just said is, is she's really talking about helping them avoid pain right? So people are more likely to act, to give you an email address, to engage with you if you're helping them avoid pain, even more than if you're giving them a happy ending, like a very successful experience. They want to avoid pain more than anything. So when you create a lead generator or social media posts that really say, here's the pain you're going to avoid, you now are positioning yourself as somebody who can be their guide, right? You're going to help them avoid this and ultimately they're going to solve a problem. I'm wondering, is it is the PDF more um, valuable than a short video or is it a short video or is it kind of either or? It's really either or, to be honest. If you create a PDF, you want to keep it short, you want to keep it scannable and you want to design it. So you're not just creating like a white paper of just like, here's an email with five things. You want it to feel valuable. So having it, even if you have like only five things that you really could put on one page, make it five pages, include a lot of imagery of happy home buyers uh, when you're talking about money pit. 
you know, put horrible homes on there, you know, and just kind of like make it feel valuable, right? And so we found that really ultimately both PDFs and videos perform about the same, especially for somebody in your context. If people are in a space where they're working with very high end kind of things, then a very nice video that's produced and shows a lot of value is fantastic. But you're not really working in the luxury space. You're working in kind of the everyman space. And so So PDFs will work just as well for you. You know, ultimately, then when it comes to success and failure, now we have our story and all we want to do and all you have to do is really go and now make a list of all the things that they will experience if they don't use you as a realtor, that's failure, or don't use a realtor. And then all the things that they will experience, the success they're going to experience when they do. For you, you have in your brand script, you know, for failure, you have, um, you don't have a lot of real estate decisions before you. Are you certain you absolutely have the right person? I think those are okay. But now that we have the good story, we want to go back and actually fit it, fit the failure with that story. So the stuff that you talked about with the problem is they don't have a great experience. They don't get what they want and they don't have all the information they need and they're uncertain, right? So you just actually want to use those words in your failure. And then in the success, what you want to do is basically say what happens when they solve those problems with you. And you just want to make a list. This is not a paragraph that you're writing. It's just a list where you're saying they have a great experience. They met their goals. They felt confident in their decision. And that's what we call short-term success is their problems are solved, right? So they had a great experience. They got it what they want. They felt informed and confident the whole way. And then with success, we want to take it a little bit further, which means what? Which means they get to have their dream home, which means they get to um, have a place to build memories, which means they get to build a legacy. Like there's all of these things they get to reach their financial goals. All of those things you said in the beginning of what the customer wanted, you put that in the success. So what I want you to do, this is your homework now. This is your homework is I want you to make a list of those and I want you to have at least six to eight successes and I want you to have at least four failures, right? And make sure the thing that you're looking for in all this is that it goes with the story. It's cohesive with your story. Keep the story tight. So their problems were They weren't having a great experience. They didn't have the information. They're not going to meet their goals. That's the problem they're trying to solve. So the failures have to be in line with that. And the success has to be in line with that. And once you get those, now you have a clear story. Now's where you can also consider weaving in some of that unique value that you add with your personality. So you're really fun, right? And so people, but you also take this work very seriously. And so I think that there's a message that you can really craft there on A real estate experience can be really fun and really rewarding at the same time. Like this idea of, because you're going to infuse, working with you is going to be like a really great experience, um, you personally. And so I think just now we can begin to kind of add that personality to it. Since you have that clear foundation of the house, now you can begin to add add those elements too. Thank you so much, you guys. This is just... Uh, You know, you read the books. I listen to the podcasts, uh, getting on here going, oh my gosh, Dr. JJ. Uh, Because, you know, I only know you as JJ in other worlds. So, and Kristen, just wonderful. Just so thankful. Um, I I do. I listen to all the podcasts. I read the books. uh, And just having a much more clear understanding of where I'm headed is so incredibly helpful. So thank you guys. This is really, really cool. 
Kristen, thank you so much for coaching Jesse through his brand script, especially because when his business succeeds, I'm going to get better Christmas presents. So I really, really, really <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> So if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply the story brand framework into your marketing, you can hire a story brand certified guide just like Kristen Spioto. Go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Investing in a coach can be one of the best things for you, whether it is for your health, whether it's for sport, a hobby, but in particular when it comes to your business, having a coach who can help you process everything you need to process to grow your business is going to help so much. And so for this week's actionable step, if you find yourself in the same spot Clay is, that you have been trying to create a clear message using the story brand framework, and you're just in the spot where you feel like, I want a little bit more help. I'd like to get things just a little bit more clear and make sure I'm doing it right. The best thing you can do is register for the StoryBrand Marketing Workshop live stream at storybrand.com. Even if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you've read the book, I know there probably are some questions you still have about, is my messaging on point? Am I telling the right story? By investing in the live stream and investing in yourself and your business, you are going to walk out of that two days with a clear message and the confidence to move forward with a plan that is going to connect with more customers, solve more problems, offer them incredible amounts of value, and grow your business. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week.